0: Jacksonville
1: Jaguars Podcast with Corey, Derek, and JK3. Alright guys, welcome to Down by the Bank, a Jacksonville Jaguars Podcast. We're sponsored by Brewers Pizza, affiliated with Big Cat Country. Uh, Derek here, and I'm here with uh, JK3. Corey is uh, incognito, so we had to uh, go as a uh, dynamic duo instead of the uh, the three of us. But uh we're ready to go and we're ready for Sunday, man. How you feeling? I'm feeling
0: I'm feeling good. Um I'm feeling like I need to go uh patent everything that ends inville. So Slagsonville, Saxonville, uh Baxon running backsonville, uh <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what's up with Dan Scooter, bro? Yeah,
1: I, I, I don't, I don't know. I saw, I saw a little something about that, and I, I saw he was blocking people on Twitter and stuff. But I never really looked into it. Get, what, what was, what's going on with that? What's he doing?
0: I guess he's trying to patent the name Saxonville or patent the word Saxonville. I'm not really, you know, I'm not a contracts guy, so I don't know anything about that. But apparently, he is trying to say, you know, make Saxonville somehow his business. Now, I, this is not the first time I've heard Saxonville. Um, you know, it's the same thing with the Duval thing. You know, when like the, the, when the Jags try to came out and Mm -hmm. trademark Duval wasn't the first time I heard Saxonville, but this is what happens when you start winning. People start taking your monikers and trying to monetize it. And it's just, it's terrible, man. Okay.
1: We're going, we're going to kill all this noise for both of those right now. First time I ever heard Duval was Come Together Day. And most of you youngins don't know what that is, okay? That was kind of like a hip-hop and R&B uh, outdoor concert they had out there by the stadium. And this was mid-'90s, early-'90s when I first heard it. And it probably had been going on long before that. So, no. And then right. with Ville, okay, uh, there's a group uh, called the uh, 69 Boys, 95 South. They made a song called How We Used to Chill in the Ville. That should be our you know right. So don't even you know, trying to come up and trademark now. All right, we've had some original original uh content for a long time here, uh Duval County residents, uh Jacksonville residents. So you can't Dan Scooter go somewhere, man. Don't even don't even just just go I'm- somewhere.
0: And then, so I guess this Sunday against the game, 2 they're going to have, uh, I guess, they're going to be a special guest before every game is going to yell out Duval to kind of get the crowd hype. And Baselli, okay, I get it. Baselli. I understand, you know, they're trying to push him for the Hall of Fame and everything, but they could make this right by bringing Easy e <laughs> from either whatever he's at now, either V1015, 93.3. I don't listen to the radio anymore, so I don't really know, but easy e Jacksonville Jaguars you got to get the guy that that's talked yeah the Duval all yeah. yeah, that's him yeah. that is him so uh but yeah man I'm pumped I'm excited revenge sunday whatever you got to say to get yourself going for this sunday man um it's just one of those things right now where I'm just I, I don't think I'm going to be able to sleep this weekend no
1: no and you know, people have been, you know, talking about some of the bulletin board material that Jalen has, quote unquote, provided. But as far as I'm concerned, he he's kind of spoken the truth on a lot of topics in, in his interviews over the summer. Um, and and yeah, I'm just going to be ready for a football game, home crowd. Everybody's going to be just rocking. And, you know, we, we got to go up against uh, the the great one, you know, and, and he can be beaten. So it's not like, you know. He he he's invincible. He can be beaten. You just you got to bring your best. You can't make any mistakes. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Is just that the game itself, the battle in the trenches.
0: Yeah, it's the, uh, the, the I think they're titling this the boat the boat versus the boat, uh, you know Bortles, Bortles Bortles versus Brady, you know. But like like you said, a, a complete football game is how you beat this team, um, how you beat all the good teams. Um, you know, we saw a little bit of it last week. Uh, you know, playing mistake free football, winning that special teams battle, winning a defensive battle. You got to win on all three phases to beat them because you know one thing, you know Belichick is going to come mm-hmm. ready. He, he's going to come ready. He, he has his expectations set. And I think some of the things that he's doing right now as the media, how he's talking a little bit more and everything else like that, bro, I think that's all smoke screen. I think he's got something for us. I think he's got something for, for us on, a, on, on, a, on Sunday, especially with a playoff atmosphere. Uh, Tad Dickman put up one of those color maps where you can see where the game's going to be shown. It's damn near a, a nationally televised game. I mean, if, if you're out in Yuma, Arizona, you probably you're probably not going to see it. But <laughs> I mean, I mean, man, let's let's just get into it, man. What, what we got going on? So, uh,
1: you know, let's talk about first uh, when 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 Bortles has the ball versus the Pat's defense. Pat's defense has not stopped the run at all, and not just in week one. They haven't stopped the run period in probably two years. Now, a lot of them people might say because they've had some injuries and so forth, uh, but they just have not been that same Belichick type defense so and and we proved that in the AFC championship game in the first half so that's what I'm looking forward to when Bortles has the ball not so much when our defense has the ball but can we score you know can we score not field goals we love Lambeau but we don't need field goals we need touchdowns and what kind of matchups would you be looking for with with uh, our, our offense on the field so,
0: uh, like you mentioned, as far as the run game goes, it's going to be one of those things where it's a ground and pound. We've got to use it uh, to our advantage. I don't know what the game plan is for Net, with Fournette. You know, we, we know what he can do, and that's great. But he TJ, they haven't missed a heartbeat with TJ. They still got, um, you know, Corey Grant back there as well. They're going to put some some packages. I think because of the defense – and I guess we'll probably get over to that too as well. But I think because New England's, uh, probably their 1A, 1B would be their defense. Their defense doesn't get enough credit. And by specifically their defense, I mean their, uh, secondary. So you got Patrick Chung, Devin McCordy, Stefan Gilmore. Uh, St- is it Stefan or Stefan? Mm-hmm. However, you say it. Um, you know, you, you got those three guys back there who are ball hawks, who are smart. who who are, you know, you're as a veteran group of uh, a pair or secondary that you're ever going to get. So this game has really got to be taken. uh, And I really would rather see our front, uh, our offensive line and our running backs versus their defensive line and their uh, linebackers. Because right now we're playing wide receiver by committee. And, you know, those guys, they'll bait Blake. They'll, you know, move him into plays and, and really think something's there and come out of nowhere and come crash on it. And we don't want to pick,
1: uh, you know, against no, this team. No, no, we definitely don't. And the, and, and the crazy thing is when you look at their defense, you know, they've had, had some historical injuries that have just really derailed them defensively, but still able to recover. So, you know, that's, that's superior coaching and, and, and game planning and, and, you know, overhaul of the roster. But, they have some playmakers and for starts, you know, uh, since, you know, we love to run the ball, a name you're probably going to see familiar is Dante Hightower. Uh, he's going to, he, he plays linebacker for them. Uh, he's going to be all over the field. He's going to be inside. He's going to be outside. So they're really going to try to free him up to stop our running game, whether Fournette plays or not. You know, it might be Yeldon. It might be Grant, but that's a, that's the biggest thing is, is really, you know, focusing in and making sure that we're, we're getting to that second level. With our guards as we're coming around the corner, trying to you know open up those running lanes, and, and then with uh, our wide receivers, they're just gonna have to you know keep working, keep working, keep working, and keep working. Uh, find you know uh, ways to get the ball, uh, convert some third downs. We we don't like being in third and six and longer, but it, it, it could happen. So uh, that's what I'm really looking at uh, is seeing how Bortles responds, seeing if he uses. That L last year as uh, a little bit of fuel. I know they don't like to look in the past and the passes, all that other stuff, but this is the team that kept you out of the big one. So let's, let's make yeah. it happen. Let's just, yeah. you know, hey, let's put, put the smiles away and just get after it. You know, we can have a little fun, but we can, you know, win, win a ball game too.
0: Yeah, Dante Hightower, man, and this defense, like I said, I don't think they really get as much credit, is because you know Brady is who he is. You know you've got Gronk, you've got Belichick, so I don't think the defense gets as much credit as they deserve. But Dante Hightower, man, I mean he's from Bama, so uh, and he's been on the league for about I think seven, seven or eight seasons. I, I don't recall. This, is,
1: this seven? is a this is his seventh year, six, six, six or seventh, seventh year. year. Okay, one of those two.
0: All right, so he, he's a, what I'm getting at is that he's a veteran linebacker who's pretty much seen it all. Um, you know, you're not going to fool him, you know, w- with some of the things. And I, I think with Van Noy, uh, you know, being a pretty serviceable, uh, you know, linebacker, he came over from Detroit as well. So they, and like you mentioned, they don't, they, they don't have down years because they just plug people in that can do what they wanted them to do. The Patriots are really good at, and their motto is do your job. You know, they, they, they're they looking for one person that can specialize in doing that one thing. They're a bunch of specialists. They don't find versatile receivers who can do this, who can do that, or versatile, you know, linebackers who can do this and do that. Or, you know, you don't get a lot of gimmicky stuff from them. You don't get a lot of three and four. This guy's a nose guard or he can play, you know, Three or four. You you literally get defensive linemen. You get, uh, you know, four down linemen. You get three linebackers and you get some ball hawking safeties and everyone does what they do very well. And, you know, their defense is is a very bend, not break because it doesn't matter. They get you that ball back and they showed like they did against Atlanta. They're never out of it. They are never out of it because of number 12 was on the opposite side of the ball. So the pressure on their defense is off, I believe, because they know that regardless of however many points you can be up, it's not over until the fat lady sings, and they're going to keep coming out. And if they, if Brady comes over to them and says, guys, hold them out, shut them out, I'm going to take care of the rest, I mean, you don't want another Aaron Rodgers esque performance happen, you know, on your team. You know what I mean? You don't want to be
1: you don't want to be a career highlight, yeah. Page, but you know? you know, I think the Eagles laid the blueprint on really how to get after it. Most teams, when they have knocked Tom Brady down, they let their foot off the gas, in Atlanta. You saw the Eagles last year in the Super Bowl. They kept coming. They kept pushing. It was the fourth quarter. They were up, what, three scores, and they still kept coming. They were like, no, not today. It's not going to happen. And on a side note, guys, they do have two twin brothers playing for them. One starts at safety. The other one's a backup corner, the McCourty brothers. So, you're going to hear that name somewhat. You're going to be like, wow, that guy's all over the fields because there's two of them. They're identical. So <laughs> They're like the Matrix yeah. twins. you would be like, well, dang, how did he get <laughs> – he made a play over there. not he just – so, yeah, one, I think one's number 32. The other one's number 30. Uh, one's, I think, a nickel or backup corner, and then you got starting free safety. So, you, we're going to have to just keep our foot on the gas and – and not let up all four quarters. This is going to be a four-quarter game. None of that going home. None of that, you know, let's go ahead and get back on the water taxi or nothing like that. If the game is yeah, close, slugfest. we better keep our butts there till it hits zero. Yeah, it's a slugfest, man. It's going to be a playoff
0: atmosphere. Uh, you know, I definitely think it's just one of those games where I think this is probably one of the biggest games in, in recent memory that I can think of. I mean, we've had a couple of very memorable games uh, last year. Seattle was probably the biggest game of the year, minus the playoff game. I mean, with an exception of the playoff game, uh, regular season game. It probably doesn't get any better, bigger than this. You know, just because of what's at stake here. I mean, you you win this game. Uh, you, you you not only are in sole possession, uh I mean, we're already in sole possession of uh, first place for the AFC South, but I mean, we've only had one game. But this is one of those games that if you win, and this is why it's important to win as, as many AFC matchups as you can, because this game can be the difference of home playoffs and the uh, or home field advantage in the playoffs versus being the road warriors and going somewhere. You know, you, you want your you want. People to have to come worry about playing in Jacksonville. You don't want to have to go worry about the crowds in you know some of those places like Pittsburgh. You don't. You definitely don't want to go back mm. to New England. Ooh. You know. So this game is it, it's vital. You 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 have to win this game. Um, you know, just because of the playoff stakes and because you know, like I said, home field advantage. Um, you know, seating a lot a a lot of stuffs riding on this game early, and, and I think that's why it's one of the you know the the big paramount games that we have this year because of the amount of stuff that's riding so, on it.
1: You talk about riding. We're going to switch gears here. We're going to go to when Brady has the ball, which is that's what's really got everyone going. And, and Jalen threw some gasoline on it, which in my opinion is good gasoline. So I, I, I don't care. It you know, can't be no bad gasoline here. Um, when, when, when the Patriots have the ball, what are they going to do? And, you know, oh, they can throw it all over the field. No, there's two things you got to watch out for when the Patriots have the ball. Backs and tight ends. Obviously, we know they're tight end. Everybody knows they're tight end, Gronk. Um, but then also they got a guy named James White. Most people don't know who that is, probably, unless you're a diehard football fan. James White scored the winning touchdown against Atlanta in the Super Bowl, but he's not really known for running the ball. He's more known for catching it out of the backfield. So talk about that a little bit in the matchups with the backs and tight ends, With the, you know what we're going to have to do.
0: I mean, I, I really think that this is going to be you, you, one of the times where they put Jalen on, on Gronk. You, you really got to cover, it's not going to be one of those things where we cover Gronk by committee. You got to put the best player on, the, the, uh, the best player. Historically, Gronk has not done well uh, against corners that are physical like him, that can run with him, that's got long arms, that can kind of, you know, get in when he tries to do that box out and everything. Because that's where a lot of Gronk's success is, is he's basically a, a basketball player going up for a rebound. He's using his body to block his, to block himself out. Um, He, he, he does a really good job of shielding the defender away from the ball. And that's because Brady really does put it in an area. He doesn't throw it to him. He puts it in an area and expects Gronk to go get it or expects Gronk to box somebody out. He puts it in an area where it's not going to be a pick. It's going to be either a catch or an incompletion. That's one thing that Brady does do well. Now. As far as the other receivers, as far as AJ, um, you know, or excuse me, as far as uh, the other corners, AJ, um, DJ Hayden, don't take the day off because they may have a package for, you know, Hogan, mm-hmm. Dorsett. You never know. They, they probably have something drawn up right now for Corey Coleman, who's a speedster as well. We don't have tape on him. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, I don't know if... Um,
1: is Sonny Michelle hurt? He was hurt. He, I think he had like an ACL, an MCL sprain or something like that in preseason. So they've been, uh, they, I don't think he played last week. Uh, you know, that's the Patriot way. They're going to make sure people are healthy. I know Burkhead, Burkhead the running back, he's in the concussion protocol right now. So the, the Patriot, they have a guy. You know, they basically, they don't have just another guy. They're like, okay, we need somebody. Let's plug it in. Let's make it happen. So, and with injuries, you never know because, you know, the Patriot way, which we kind of have not adopted, but we're kind of doing the same thing. No one knows anything about Leonard Fournette. So, as far as his injury right. and how his hamstrings are going to go, if he's going to be able to uh, go or not. So, it's the same thing with the Patriots with a couple players on their side. And and you talk about, you know, the packages and, and and plays. You know, we've been scouted. They got film on us. Um, we really got to watch Dorsett. And I say that as much as I, I, I love my, my Jags defense and their secondary, and the secondary, Dorsett can fly. He can run, man. Yeah. He, he, and, and I'm pretty sure he, he probably got a step or two on Jalen if he can if Jalen doesn't crunch him on the line. So, but um, if Jalen's sticking Gronk the whole time, they're going to have to find somebody that can run with him and put a safety over top because he will go deep on you if you don't watch it. So, yeah. Um, it's got to be either AJ or, or, or DJ Hayden
0: well DJ Hayden in the nickel um, but if they are if they come out lined up you know w- with uh, you know maybe Gronk um, I mean I think Gronk is gonna get a lot of the attention because he is a tight end and he's a threat. you don't know if he's gonna block you don't know if he's gonna run. Um, So I I don't know how the Jags line up with that. I I really don't. Because let's say they they come in with Gronk lined up at tight end the entire time and then put two wideouts out. So they would almost have to either bump down to maybe either a Telvin or Miles, depending where Gronk is lined up. Right. And then Jaden or Jalen may have to bump out to get the receiver and that could create a mismatch right there. They could kill you completely up the seam. But I mean, Telvin can run with him. I don't know. I don't know if Telvin Yes and no. Telvin's fast. But he's not 6'6. I, I just think some Yeah, but he's not yeah, 6'6. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. He's fast. Yeah, he's fast. He can run with him. But like I said, he he Gronk can 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 box him out. Uh the same thing with, with Miles Jack. He's athletic, but he just doesn't have that. And I swear, man, if they catch Leon Jacobs. I mean, this this will probably be one of his biggest games ever. What if they catch Leon
1: Jacobs, Mm-mm. you know, a, a lapse in coverage, too? So the Patriots are going to go, and, and, and hear me on this. Mark my word. We're just fans. I'm, no football, I, I'm not a coach, okay? I'm not the end-all, be-all. I don't know anything compared to a lot of people claim to know. But here's what I do know. We're going to see a formation called two tight ends, two wide receivers. A ton. A ton. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have two tight ends. And guess what? That second tight end, I, I don't know who it is for the Patriots, um, but they're going to be used mostly as a decoy. I think it's Dwayne Allen. Yes, it is Dwayne Allen. Just look yeah. it up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, Dwayne um, Allen. He's going to be used more blocking. The reason why? The strength of our defense is our defensive line, okay? Don't think that they're not aware of that, Okay. They're gonna be very aware of it and they're gonna really try to make sure that Brady has plenty of time to deliver the football. You're gonna see a lot of right. backup tight ends and a lot of backs, full back or running back, chipping, pushing, releasing, yeah. um meaning taking yeah, those bullets. They're basically <laughs> gonna they're gonna come up off the edge. They're gonna make sure they chip Calais, they chip Ngakwe, and and then release into their route. They're not gonna get they're not gonna get past the line of scrimmage without hitting somebody. And that's all plans into the the uh, how the Patriots do things to keep Tom Brady off his butt.
0: Yeah. And a lot of the things that I've been listening to, you know, on NFL Network or um, 1010, people say, well, all you got to do is hit Brady hit Brady a couple times and you know he'll be off but that's the thing though man if you 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 can't if you are playing into your strength and if we're pinning our ears back and going after Brady you know every play he's going to hit us with a dink and dunk or like i said or like you said excuse me uh fullback extra max max protection you know coming in they're not we're not just going to be able to you know hit get a clean shot on this guy it's going to take a lot of second third efforts to get him and that's with like a, a lot of coverage sacks so if people are covered downfield, if the linebackers are running to the flats, uh, you know, f- to, to prevent the, the running backs from catching. Uh, if we play smart defense where uh, no one's running, you know, 15, 10 yards downfield, if it's just coverage sacks, I think that's the only way we, we, we get them. You know, I really do, because like you said, chipping, um, extra blockers, max protect, they're going to bring it because they know that the strength of our defense is is our defensive line. And then probably the second it would be our uh, secondary and the linebackers you know bring up the rear and, and not saying you know that that either squad is better than another squad or but that's just the strength that's just how it is we've got more depth in our defensive line than um, you know any other position so I can definitely see it being something where they double team even or even line up a a running back to the side where uh, where Yannick mm-hmm. is coming yeah. from. I mean, I could definitely see that uh, y- y- Yannick. He's got so much game film out there right now. Calais has got game film out there. Uh, Malik,
1: yeah, it- it's definitely gonna be a max protect for yeah. the, the 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 uh, an- another thing too is the fact Brady and that offense in two minute, and I, and I don't just mean two minute drill. I mean the first two or the last two minutes of the first half, and the first two minutes of the second half. They're very good and making sure they capitalize before halftime if they have the ball or when they come out, silencing the crowd Mm -hmm. and getting the game going. Philadelphia was able to stop that in the Super Bowl. They, they, They didn't let that happen. I don't recall the exact circumstances, but I know they didn't let that happen. We have to do the same thing. We can't let them get momentum going into the second half, especially if we're down. If we're up, we can't let them score to get back into the game especially, you know, we got to keep it, we got to keep it up. So that's what I'm looking forward uh, really is those last two minutes and those first two minutes, not the whole game, but just seeing how we we deal with those types of situational football that the Patriots love to play.
0: Yeah, situational football, and and they've been in countless games like this. They've been in countless hostile environments as well. This is another Sunday for them. Straight up. This is another Sunday for them. This is a way game for them. I guarantee you they're not thinking about, oh, we ended this team's uh, season last year. Uh, You know, we're the Patriots. This is another game for them because everywhere they go, people hate them. So, of course, people are screaming. People are loud. Everywhere they go, it's probably the biggest game on, you know, anyone's schedule besides their own. And even their own games are sold out. So every game for them is a big game. So this is nothing new. This is routine for them. Um, It's about playing situational football and playing mistake-free football. That's that's just pretty much it. That's the only way you beat them. You got to play a perfect game to beat them. You really do on all three sides of the ball. Offense, defense, special team. You you got to bring your hard hat, your lunch pail, whatever thing, whatever you want yeah. to say it, this Sunday. It, you know, you got to bring it
1: because it, uh, they're going to bring. It. They've had you know a lot of stuff on NFL Network, different you know shows, and they had a show one time where they talked about Brady. Uh, they actually had a camera in Belichick's office, and he was talking about how he always had to watch Ed Reed when they used to play the Ravens. They had to know where twenty is at all times. As much as, as much as, you know, Jalen has mm-hmm. rubbed people the wrong way with the start of the season, which me personally, I like it. You know, they, other people can go kick rocks, but um, it's what we need. You know, Super Bowl titles aren't won by good boys. You got to have some swag and some energy behind that. I wonder if they got the same type of mentality as far as they got to know where 20 is at all times. Uh, and this isn't to knock A.J. boy because he is an exceptional corner, a Pro Bowl corner. He's top Five in the league, but Jalen just kind of has that it factor because he loves to talk. So I wonder if they if they've got that kind of mentality. You know, he hasn't. Jalen Ramsey hasn't earned that Ed Reed respect yet, but he's well on his way. So if
0: anything, that may take some of the pressure off some of the other guys because they can go out and actually play and do their and make the plays when it's coming to them. If they know where 20 is, our 20, if they know where he's at, that frees up AJ, Miles Jack, mm-hmm. uh, Telvin, Barry Church, Gibson to make a play. The pressure's off of them um, because Jalen is, is, is going to receive it. He knows the ball's going to be coming his ways at some point. Now, what if they have a couple of decoys and they use Gronk completely as a decoy in this game to, get, to take Jalen out? What if they isolate it and make it 10 mm-hmm. on 10 minus Gronk and Jalen? You know what I mean? Maybe they put them out on an island and Belichick says, you know what? I'm gonna play. I, I can, you know what Scratch that. I can see this happening. I could really see Belichick saying, you know what? I know what my quarterback can do. Make your quarterback beat me. I know what my quarterback can do. I know I can play mistake-free football for uh for 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 up to uh up to the two-minute warning, and if I get that ball back. And I got a chance if I'm up either three or up seven or if I have a chance to go up ten, I know I'm good. Yeah, and, and we will have to
1: five. We'll you. have to rotate a lot of uh, guys on defense to 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 stop to stop uh stop Brady. Not really stop him, but try to contain him to to stay fresh and keep pressure on him. And then at the same time on our side of the ball, like I said, with five, you know, just make the plays. Just you know, play within yourself. Um he doesn't have to throw for 300 mm-hmm. yards and four touchdowns. Bortles doesn't do that. But hey, if he if he had a 40-yard run, I'd take that all day. I'd, I'd take that all day. So we're, we're really going to have to be yeah, sound key football and then the last thing, special teams. I always mention it. Lambo, we know he's going to come ready. Um is it Logan what's the, what's the punter's name? Logan Tyler? Is it Logan Tyler? What's what's up? Yeah, what's our punter's name? Um, I'm having a brain fart here. Our punter. Um. Yeah. Uh. Logan, Logan Cook. No, I don't know. We're probably
0: Logan Cook <laughs> for not knowing Logan Logan Cook, who the punter
1: is. Um. <laughs> Logan Cook is gonna have to get a little bit more yardage on that net average. Uh, a lot of the times Giants were playing with a shorter field than we were. Uh, we, we got to make sure that we can flip the field when we have the opportunity to. It's going to be very key in field position and making sure that the Patriots are starting drives from their 15 and 20 and not from their 40 and 35 and not from their own 40 or 45-yard mm-hmm. line. Um, yeah. and it, yeah. that's, a good, that's a good point that you mentioned that not to cut you off
0: because if they start from that 40 – right there yeah bro they're like maybe yeah, he you know, doesn't
1: miss so who can <laughs> we've got to flip the field and we have really yeah. got to uh keep yeah. Bortles from uh being inside the 10 or 15 yard line you know the giants the second half of that game last week you know we had a lot of drives i think we had what, seven drives not didn't really do anything and probably five or six of them started within our own 15, 20-yard line, we got to get out of there. We got to get at least to the 30 or 35. So the special teams is going to be huge as far as the boring back-and-forth punting. It might look boring. It might sound boring, but it's going to be play huge as far as the victory, uh, if we can get the victory on Sunday. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, looking yeah. looking for yeah, more. Exactly. So you're looking for more of a, a, a of a chess match, right? Looking look more more of a chess match uh, for the, for this game. Yeah, man, it's just they they've got to come out and play. I can't stress it enough. They got to come out and play and, and and play. This is to me, this is one of those games where you find out really what your team is made of, like mm-hmm. really quick. Because the good good teams find ways to win every Sunday, no matter who they play, no matter who's lining up on the other side of that ball. Rain, sleet, snow, doesn't matter. They find ways to win. Is this the point where we step into the upper echelon and start becoming favorites yeah. to, to, to beat teams? You know, like, is this one of the times where we start be becoming the heavily favorite? Like, I think this game, not only the record, but it can put us into a different stratosphere for at least the 2018 season as far as becoming a favorite and becoming a team that's expected to win and not expected to lose or being anywhere in a toss up you know you want to be one of those teams like the Eagles like the Vikings like the Patriots yeah. like the Rams it's now it's a culture expected it's a mentality to win
1: and you know? it, it's not new anymore it's not new anymore we know what this team's capable of we've got a couple of national media guys you got Nate Burleson uh he he he's definitely on the Jaguar train. Uh, if any of y'all don't have never seen him on a, I think he's on a couple of ESPN shows, uh, definitely there was the NFL network, excuse me, uh, NFL, NFL network, network. check too, right? him out because he definitely uh, is on yeah. the Jags train, loves the team. And he, he doesn't, you know, harp on Bortles like a lot of the national media guys do. He just says, Hey, that's their quarterback and they're riding with it. And that's the mentality that the team has. And that's the biggest difference is that every, everybody's behind Bortles. So Hey, we can't wait for Sunday. It's going to be great. We're going all teal. So, um, it. yeah.
0: Yep. <laughs> hey, man, and y'all drink your water too, man. Drink your water on Sunday. Some of y'all fools are talking about getting out, uh, tailgating at 9, 10 o'clock in the morning for a 425 kickoff. Drink your water. Be downtown early. JSO's saying it's going to be crazy. So, you know, if they're saying it's going to be crazy as far as parking. Hey, goes this might traffic. be the first
1: game concession. Drink hands your water. Out. You know, they might be selling those little travel sticks of deodorant, a little spray of deodorant or something. Because, you know, people are going to be a little bit a little bit intoxicated, <laughs> unfortunately. Sorry for the younger listeners of the podcast. And um, yeah, it's, it's not going to be a good look. So, your teal shirt's yeah. going to turn like a – it's not going to be teal. It's not going to be a bright teal. It's going to be more like a sweaty pits teal. And you can't, you, we we can't have that. Yeah. So, um, bring bring it, bring a change, bring an extra one, bring a change of clothes before you go into the yeah, man So, but all right, guys. Hey, thank you for your, uh, thank you for your time, and always thank you for listening down by the bank. I uh, hope everyone has a great time on Sunday, and we will see you guys next week.